socials for recruitment marketing is not a novel idea. I mean, I know it myself because I innovated a systematic approach on it over 10 years ago, and that approach became a very common practice in my native Finland. So it goes without saying, when I need to hire, using social media organically to meet our goals is a no-brainer. Welcome to the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. This podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master the modern talent marketing world. My name is Susanna Rantanen, and I'm your modern employer branding and talent marketing coach. And this podcast is brought to you by Talent Marketing School. Learn more about Talent Marketing School at talentmarketingschool.com. I wanted to take the opportunity to share with you a proper case example on how to leverage social media organically for recruitment purposes, which is one of the great benefits of building the modern employer brand like my method uh, teaches you. So not having to advertise your jobs just to convert your warm and your relevant employer brand audiences into applicants when you hire is what I mean. And I have so much to tell you, so I split the case into two episodes. And in this episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast, I start with the goals, the objectives, and how I built the campaign. And next week, I continue with the results and uh, some information about the aftermath. To give you a bit of background, if you are new to this podcast, my husband and I own Finland's best-known employer branding agency called Employee Experience Agency Emine. And this case was our own recruitment case when we wanted to expand our team with one to two talent marketing consultants. And as I am recording this episode, we are now in the process of interviewing our candidates. And I can already say that it looks really promising. And I'm sure that we will find our next new college colleague or two from this process. So we are a very small team because we are extremely niche. We don't do anything else but talent communications and marketing and mainly just employer branding and not even any kind of employer branding our clients might want to ask for. So we are niche because we focus solely on applying the magnetic employer branding method that I have developed uh, on solving our growth company clients' war for talent business problems. And um, you need to know that Finland is also a very, very small country. So the market is, if 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 the business market is small, then just uh, imagine that the size of a growth company market is even smaller. And within that growth company market, the size of marketing and communications marketing is small. And then because we don't do all kinds of marketing communications, we only do talent marketing communications. The market is very small. I mean, we're just... 5.5 million people living here. So, uh, you know, the our portion of this market is minuscule. And the reason why I'm telling you this is that next week I'm going to share with you also the results of our campaign. And uh, those may not, I mean, I understand that those may seem nothing to listeners who are working in talent and I'm talking about talent markets that are 10 times bigger than our entire national market. So just to give you a context. 
And uh, also, unlike most companies that are offering employee branding services, we don't offer recruitment services. We don't do any recruiting. We don't do any headhunting services at all. Nor do we offer communication and marketing services for consumer marketing or business marketing or customer marketing. We only do modern employer branding and other talent marketing communication services. So extremely niche, but we rock this niche. I can tell you that. Why Instagram for recruitment purposes? Out of only uh, what I think that are the two really good social mediums for this purpose, uh, which are LinkedIn and Instagram, we chose Instagram for two reasons. As a social media, it offers a significantly better platform for achieving affinity. And when you have affinity, you've achieved emotional connections with your audience members. And people make decisions based on emotions, not rational. So that was one of the key reasons. The other key reason was that the tail effect is just so much longer on Instagram because of the way the, uh, the Instagram profiles are built. Uh, there's no difference between whether you are a business profile or whether you're a personal profile. And this is different on, for example, on LinkedIn and Facebook, where the algorithm doesn't really favor business profiles at all, especially organically. But this doesn't take place on Instagram. We're all equal. So we don't have to pay for organic uh, well, we don't have to pay to get reach and to get engagement unless we want to just because we are a business uh, business profile. So if you go to a company profile on LinkedIn, you really need to kind of scroll a lot, click around and wander around uh, for way too long to receive the same kind of a hook impact that you can achieve on Instagram because the, uh, when you go to an Instagram profile, everything is like in front of your face. You don't really have to wander about. You don't really have to scroll around that much. It's like an immediate uh, impact if your Instagram profile uh, has been built well, uh, you know, to take into, to, to kind of uh, to, to resonate in your followers. And our brains are wired for visual impact. Uh, our visual sense is using the you know most of our sense capacity, uh, and if you combine that with our abilities to concentrate these days, which are next to nothing, it means that we really need to make our point in a nanosecond without any scrolling required. And literally, you can achieve this on Instagram. You cannot achieve this on LinkedIn. So you know this is a technicality thing, but I have to say that, uh, you know, we didn't come to these two key reasons uh, <laughs> without thinking where our target audiences are. So we already knew that our target audiences are most active on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And we chose Instagram for the two reasons that I just explained. And uh, we didn't choose Instagram just because we like it uh, and because the features are so good. Uh, we chose it because we already knew that we could reach our target audiences there. So if your target audiences are not on Instagram, which I doubt, but it, it's possible, then Instagram uh, wouldn't be your optimal choice. So always choose the best medium where your audience is. But if your audience is on Instagram, then you might want to take some inspiration from this episode and our, our campaign. So when you start any talent marketing campaign, you need to start with setting your goals and objectives. 
unless you have your goals and objectives really clear, you are literally unable to choose your best tactics and measure your success. Uh, and uh, you need, really need to be clear about what you're trying to achieve. So your primary marketing goal for a recruitment campaign is not to hire somebody. Your primary goal for your recruitment is to hire somebody, but this is now marketing. So you need to separate your marketing goals from your actual, um, you know, signing a, a an employment contract goals. So uh, you first need to get your audience to consider your opportunity and your company, and then you need to convince them to convert into job applicants. So the marketing goals are always sort of twofold. It's not, I think it's really important for your success to separate these two objectives, because most often recruitment campaigns are built just for the final conversion, the getting the applications. And fast tracking like this, this makes it super easy for you to ignore that the consideration comes first, it requires a different message, and it requires time. So unless you already have a really warm audience who are ready to act, who are ready to send an application, you really need to emphasize the consideration time. Now, we uh, we also emphasize the consideration time, uh, even though we already had a warm following uh, for, for a warm audience. Uh, but we wanted to make sure that we don't want to take it for granted that everybody loves us. So we wanted to, uh, you know, we we were sure that uh, there would be a new audience. So we wanted to give the appropriate consideration time first before we just ask them to convert into our uh, job applicants. And consideration is also important because even though you have warm followers, it doesn't mean that, you know, they are ready to convert right now, uh, but you could still you know, actually build uh, employer brand affinity if you leverage the consideration part in your recruitment marketing uh, messages as well. So our main goals for this campaign were, number one, we wanted to expand our active employer brand audience by going public with this recruitment. So we don't normally hire uh, through public recruitment campaigns because we have a very different recruitment strategy. Uh, one of our own employer branding goals is to grow our talent pool, which we called our insiders group, uh, every day with relevant talents who are not necessarily looking to change jobs at that time. We want to get to know our prospects way before we have a need to hire and they have a need to change jobs so that both of us, not just us, but also them can be sure that we could be the perfect match when the right time comes. And that's why our recruitment strategy is not to do public recruitment campaigns, but to, you know, invite relevant talents all the time into our talent pool through an open applications process and then we build relationships with them you know daily weekly monthly however like very uh in a very informal way until you know they need to change jobs and we need to hire however this time we decided to go for a public process uh, because one of uh, one of uh, uh one of my uh, team members who just recently changed jobs she said that uh, several years ago when she uh, was already following us, but she hadn't let us know, 
she was really upset when she noticed that we were communicating about a new hire from this talent pool. So she felt like she missed the opportunity because we hadn't publicly announced that we were actually hiring at the time and she just hadn't come around to sending the open application. So she said, like, you never do public recruitment, so why don't you do it this time and just let, um, you know, people know that uh, we're hiring because there could be other people like her who just haven't come come around to, you know, uh, going through the open application route and they might, you know, they might be interested. So we thought, like, well, why not? So, and it was a really good, I mean, I'm so thankful for her for, uh, bringing this up because otherwise we would have missed a, I mean, this was a really, really great two weeks with our followers. And um, uh, it was a really great two weeks uh, doing this campaign. And the results were just so remarkable. And it really, uh, you know, gave us a lot of long tail value as well. And now we have, uh, you know, more really great candidates in our process that than, uh, you know, we started with because we already had, you know, people from our insiders group in the process. But now we also have uh, new people in the process. So it's really great. So anyway, uh, we still, you know, even though we didn't really need to do this public process, we decided to do it because, as said, we wanted to expand our existing employer brand audience, find new followers that we don't know about yet, and grow our employer brand awareness among those people who are, you know, following us but haven't maybe been vocal about it. We have a lot of followers who are very vocal about, you know, that they're following us and they, they're not necessarily in our talent pool, but they're, you know, they let us know that they're following us and, you know, they, they connect with us and, and have chats online with us. So a uh, number two goal was to get our employer brand followers who are not yet in our insiders group to consider us with this opportunity in tow. So we knew that we have more fans out there who haven't sent us their open applications before and who might want to act if there was an immediate opportunity. And yes, you know, there were. We found out many new fans that we didn't know of before, and now we do. And then uh, the goal number three was to convert really, really relevant prospects into job uh, job applicants for this specific recruitment process. So that was the bonus, and it was, you know, it's... um, it has been a great bonus. And in addition to these, you know, recruit marketing goals uh, and, uh, well, some employer branding goals there as well, we had a few other objectives. Uh, we wanted to uh, convert our relevant followers from LinkedIn to, to our Instagram uh, as our Instagram followers because we are... We are using Instagram in a different way for employee branding than we are using LinkedIn. And uh, we wanted to make sure that, you know, our active followers on LinkedIn, if they are on Instagram and they don't follow us yet, that they should. Because they get different kind of stuff from us on Instagram. We also wanted to improve our Instagram reach and impact, uh, which means we wanted to juice the algorithm uh, we wanted to increase our employer brand affinity through a very special candidate communications process and also drive traffic to visit our career content. And we wanted to showcase our talent marketing skills and acumen to our clients and prospective clients and get them to visit our website as well. And uh, finally, we also wanted to inspire our talent marketing followers if they want to test similar tactics in their own recruitment marketing cases. 
the key elements. What did we actually do on Instagram? So we didn't really need to give this campaign more than two weeks because we already had candidates from the insiders group, from the talent pool, and figured that anyone additional who is willing to act quick is, is you know, this two weeks is going to be enough. And this really is one of the greatest benefits of building the modern magnetic employer brand. We don't really need to waste a lot of time and a lot of money on frustrating and lengthy recruitment campaigns. We didn't have to do this campaign. We did this as an extra boost and afforded to have so many other objectives uh, that are adding us value in the long tail than just getting applications. So what I did was I ramped up an organic campaign for 14 days. And this took me maybe 15 minutes because we already had our employer brand marketing system systematically in place. We had the publication schedule and, uh, you know, everything was really set in there. We had a lot of content because we've been doing this uh, for a long, long time. And uh, all I did was really rearrange some of the content that we had already in our publication schedule. I, uh, uh, with the help of Nora, my colleague, we did this. I created specific image on Canva to act as a recognizable uh, cover for the recruitment marketing content and actions. And I created UTM links for this campaign so that we could, in our analytics, we could actually really specifically trace the impact of our actions. We didn't feel that we needed to pay for advertising, so we didn't publish the job on any job boards, not free or paid. We only created a very simple promotion on Instagram newsfeed and stories to drive traffic to the job post on our career site, and the budget for that was just uh, 100 euros. And actually, I'm going to put uh, the results, the key key uh, numbers from that uh, uh, from that campaign on the blog post for this uh, episode if you want to check that out because I literally forgot to look at those <laughs> when I um when I pulled this other data uh, 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 for the for recording this this episode so I, I need to I need to add those in the in the blog post you can get those from there so then the features that we used on Instagram, so to reach our campaign objectives and meet those goals that I described, this 14-day campaign was based on, uh, or we used the following Instagram uh, features. We did uh, daily newsfeed posts. And with daily, I mean uh, like a weekday. So we did 10 newsfeed posts. We didn't do newsfeed posts on weekends. Uh, we did stories. We did a lot of stories. I think we did like 95 stories. Uh, those also on weekends. Uh, we did two recruitment lives. We did one for each week. I did the first one and then uh, two of my employees did the second one on the second week. And the first live was, you know, I was answering the questions about the job, about the recruitment process, about, uh, you know, the role, the uh, tasks, the expectations, uh, what am I like as a as a hiring manager, as an employer. And then the second week was about uh, two of my employees, um, uh, answering the questions and sharing their employee experiences and their newcomer experience because the other other one Nora, um, you know, had only just recently started in our team, uh, so she had very fresh experiences on, you know, how it feels like start here and how the onboarding is going and so on. 
And then I created an Instagram highlight. So we would be able to pin all the stories under there. And, uh, you know, the stories, they disappear after 24 hours. So, uh, uh, you know, everybody could be able to go and, and see the stories on this highlight if they missed it on the actual story 24 hour uh, time period. And I planned the content to follow the candidate journey of the information era. If you've been listening to me for a long time, if you've been downloading my lead magnets, if you've been reading my blog, um, if you are a student at telemarketing school, you know uh, what kind of the journey of the information area is. So it starts with the winning attention. So basically our key message for winning attention was, hey, we are hiring. This is what's going to happen on Instagram for the next two weeks. Come follow us on Instagram if you want to experience how we use Instagram and what this role is about. Then this was followed by uh, the growing awareness phase which was uh, the consideration emphasis also. So during the first week, we really focused more on informing and talking about the role, talking about Emin as a place to work, talking about us as, a, us, us as a team, myself as a hiring manager, as an employer, uh, and our calls to action were, you know, go to learn more about these specific topics, uh, read these blog posts, uh, check out this role, check out our career opportunities, go learn more about our culture from our culture deck here. Uh, you know, those calls, calls to actions during the first week were not about send your application. It was more uh, about calls to action to consider this opportunity, consider us, give us a little bit of time, evaluate whether we are a good match with you, ask us questions, and we will answer those questions in stories and on uh, those recruitment lives. And then uh, we were also focusing on building affinity. And uh, and this was literally, obviously, all of what I just explained is going to build affinity. I mean, this is not a typical way to do recruitment uh, marketing, this kind of candidate communication and this openness and transparency. But we have another tactic uh for pursuing, uh, you know, our affinity for this process and towards us. And this was that we sent a direct message to every single new personal uh, account follower who started to follow us during those two weeks. And this uh, direct message was a welcome questions, you know, welcome to follow us and questions um why do you follow us? Is there anything special? Did you come because of this process? If yes, is there any questions that you want to know that we could answer uh, on our stories, on our recruitment lives? And those people, they responded and uh, uh, and let us know why they started to follow us. Most of them started to follow us because of this, this uh, vacancy and they wanted to consider it. And they had questions and that we were able to answer to them. And um, and we were really answering the toughest questions and we were being very honest about what we can and what we cannot offer. And towards the end of this campaign, I obviously also started to talk more about, uh, you know, in the content, what the actual interview process is going to be like, because we've had this practice forever in our in our company that we don't want people to come to interviews with us feeling like anxious and scared and nervous. So we want to let them know what are we going to ask, what's going to go on so that they can prepare and they can be relaxed in, in when they meet us. So uh, towards the end of the uh, those two weeks, this was also part of the, you know, the building affinity strategy to to uh, be more transparent what's going to happen during the interview process. 
And then, of course, the last phase in the candidate journey is also converting uh, into applicants in this case. So we were very specific about how we want you to apply, by when do we want you to apply. We were giving specific instructions on what we want to see on your application so that uh, that would lower the barrier to apply because you didn't have to like really think like, what am I going to put here? Just answer these questions. And we were reminding daily about the deadline for the applications, especially as it started to get near. We didn't want people to forget that we are expecting the application and this is the deadline. We didn't really have to create new content because we, you know, we've been doing this for such a long time that we just really repurposed our career site content and blog posts uh, and applied, you know, um, real life video to talk about the relevant topics. And most of the time, I didn't even have my makeup on. So it was really like low key. And this really was a success. I mean, I can really reveal this. Um, it was a really good decision to do these two weeks because uh, it was really inspirational for us as well. And it really boosted, you know, our, our, uh, the work that we do and those relationships that we had and those conversations. And, and you can see this in, in the uh, analytics, which I'm going to tell you about next week. So uh, why don't you come back next week to this uh, this podcast because I will then let you know about the results of this marketing campaign. And uh, if you want to get at, by the way, I am not going to write that uh, campaign, that promotional campaign results on this blog post yet. I'm going to leave it up until next week. Let's do that. But uh, if you want to get a summary of what we did, how we planned, what were the goals and the objectives for this uh, for this campaign, and what were the um, uh, features that we applied, how we, how we how did we do this, then go to modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 93 and you can find it there summarized in Britain and then come back next week to hear the rest of the campaign. <laughs> moi moi!